Comic Book Club News gives you the comic book news you need to know first thing in the morning every weekday in the form of digestible three to five minute long podcasts. Comic Book Club News recaps breaking news stories from Marvel, DC Comics, and beyond Monday through Friday. New episodes drop 6 a.m. ET in the Comic Book Club News feed so they're ready for you when you're ready for the day. Comic Book Club News. You hear it second or third, possibly fourth. Welcome to Inside Legion, the podcast that takes place inside David Holler's mind. I'm Alex. I'm Justin, and I love being in brains. Evil brains. (laughs) I'm Pete. And you are listening to Inside Legion. This is our preview podcast for season three of Legion, the final season of Legion ever. This is a very bittersweet you know what? I'll tell you what. We're going to go through this whole season. We're going to do a season four preview, a season five preview. We're never going to stop. Let's bank them. It'll be hard <laughs> yeah. after season four to guess where we left off, but I think we, we should. Listen, it feels like they're riffing a lot on this show anyway, so I think we figure it out. And we can sort of, we can like age over time too and be like, well, I, my prostate went this season, so let's see what's coming down the pipe. Jesus, after one season, that's going to happen to us? Where I'm deteriorating very quickly. <laughs> oh, God, that's, that's awful news. Now, we have uh, been doing this Legion podcast for the past two seasons. We love the show unequivocally yep. across yes. the board. One of not just the best comic book shows, but one of the best shows on TV, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, And so what we're going to do here on this podcast is, as mentioned, this is a preview. You can subscribe to the regular podcast in the Inside Legion feed. It's up on pretty much every app and service you want. But if you want to check it out, iTunes, Android, Spotify, Stitcher, um, apps of your choice. Uh, You can also get the RSSS, RSS, excuse me, on uh, the comic. (laughs) The RSS Minnow. Just a bu- bunch of extra asses. It's all good. On comicbookclublive.com. And you can also follow us on Twitter at Inside Legion, uh, where we're going to post up pictures as well as other Legion related content throughout this last very sad, very heartbreaking final oh. season. You know what? I'm not heartbroken. This show, no? this show got to be exactly what it wanted to be. Uh, three great seasons. I'm super excited. I love Noah Hawley's work. He did the same thing for Fargo. Fargo may still come back, but three seasons, fantastic work, and then he moved on to Legion. So It is coming back. That's the thing is that uh, Fargo did three seasons, and he was like, well, I think that's it. And he's like, just kidding. We're filming a fourth season with Chris Rock right now. So I hope that happens here, too. I hope we get a fourth season of Legion with Chris Rock. Yeah, yeah, that would be great. That's the pattern. That's the pattern. <laughs> that's how it happens. Uh, yeah, but I do think it is done. I agree with you. I well, I did agree with you that Whoa. I was feeling like I was glad it was done on its own terms. But honestly, the more that I look at this new season, yeah. the closer we get to the final season, I'm like, oh, the show is so good. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. miss it so much. No, I mean, yeah, I disagree with Justin. I, I'm sad to see this go. This is such great television. I wanted to see what else they could do, where they could take these stories. Uh, Aubrey Plaza is amazeze balls in this. And it's just, 
It's worth it for that alone. But they do such creative, fun episodes all the time. This is really, you don't know what you're going to get when you turn sit down to watch this. You have no idea. Like, they've done some it, weird, amazing things. Now, it's he, like he, I always say, every episode of Legion is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. <laughs> yeah, that is fresh. Uh, that is fresh as the first time it was Thank ever you. said. All, by all you, of my Alex references Gump. are from the early <laughs> 1990s, and that's pretty much it. Uh, now, Pete, what do you, uh, you're obviously obsessed with Aubrey Plaza. Uh, right. uh, what are you going to do now that the show ends? Are you just going to have to move your obsession over to reality and find <laughs> her, stalk her? No, that would, that's super creepy. Uh, I know. I just think, you, I mean, you you disagree? You don't think she's amazing in this? No, I, I think she is amazing. But you are well. Then legit, what are we talking about? You're obsessed. About you're obsessed. You're like, no. Can I can I explain this a little better? Because I think you're getting pretty aggressive, Justin. What Justin is trying to say, <laughs> Pete, is you're weird about it. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I are disagree. Go I think I'm just the perfect amount of uh, stoke for her in this role. All right. Are you going to go see Child's Play a bunch of times? Uh, no. Chucky? No, I get, you don't like Chucky? No, man, like Chucky? that shit's scary as, as hell, man. All right. She's in the new Child's Play. That's the reason I asked. She plays the mom in the new Child's Play. D- does she live? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Weird I question. Was, I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> stand to watch something where she got, like, stabbed by Chucky. That would be too much. Wow. Oh. Uh, she, that's definitely going to happen at some point in that movie. Now, let's talk about what's going on with Legion, though, because, as usual, tons of stuff going on in the show. Give you guys a quick recap. Uh, there's a guy named David Holler. He is the son, as has been confirmed, not by previous seasons of the show, but by the promos for season three, that he is conclusively the son of Professor Xavier. I mean, the, we knew. It was, it was yeah, pretty we pointed. It was pretty pointed, but we're going to be seeing Professor Xavier this season, which is wow. pretty crazy, as well as his mom, uh, which is very exciting. That's something that's been teased for the past couple of seasons. He is the most powerful mutant alive. Uh, he is essentially able to control reality itself, as far as we can tell. Uh, and he, at the end, and I think this is arguable, but I would argue this side of things, what turned out... Uh, to be the story of the show at the end of the last season is David, this wasn't a hero origin story. This is a villain origin story. And we entered into a place where the rest of the cast, including David's longtime nemesis, Amal Farouk, the Shadow King, who had lived inside of his mind from the time he was a baby and was the old nemesis of Professor Xavier as well, were all standing against David. He had been revealed to have raped his girlfriend, Sid, uh, who is a fellow mutant. Uh, he took over her mind. He took advantage of her, made her think that she still loved him when he didn't and had sex with her. Everybody confronted him about that. He insisted, no, I'm not the villain of the story. I'm the hero. I'm the hero. He grabbed Lenny, played by Aubrey Plaza, who we mentioned earlier, and jumped out of there. And wherever he ends up in this new season seem to be heading on some sort of villainous destiny. Now, other characters that you probably need to know, there's Carrie and Carrie, played by Bill Irwin and Amber Midthunter. Uh, and it's, Carrie, let's just set this up, though, for Pete. Yes. It's pronounced Carrie and Carrie. Right. It's yeah. Carrie You're saying and Carrie. the same goddamn name twice. No, no, no. There's no. very distinct difference between the two pronunciations and the two characters. Can you say it one more time, Justin, just yes. to make it clear for him? It's Carrie and Carrie. Okay, so which one's which there, Hotshot? Uh, well, Al- Carrie. Yeah, Car- Carrie is the first one, and Carrie is the second one. Yeah. No, but who is Carrie then? 
Yeah, no, no, no. It was very clear which one is which. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so, sure, sure. All right. Yeah, you guys uh, don't so even know. So there's Carrie, of course, who's super smart, and there's Carrie, who's super strong. Two totally different characters. They live in each other's bodies. Uh, they are great. Uh, there's yeah. also Oliver and Melanie Bird, uh, played by Jermaine Clement and Jean Smart. Now, they found a paradise of their own at the end of the last season, so it's a little unclear whether we will see them again, but they yeah. essentially got their happy ending by being together. They had been apart for decades at that point. And bailed pretty uh, hard on saving the world. The world. Yeah. Uh, other characters you probably know about Tonami, whose fate was left somewhat unclear at the end of last season. He ended up uh, essentially dying and ended up as part of a large computer ran by Admiral Fukuyama. Uh, but he still seems to be around and he has the ability to wait. Was it uh, go into people's dreams? Right. Essentially. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Their minds. Yeah, so he's able to access their memories. And the last character is Clark, who's a regular old human dude with a scarred face who was helping everybody out last season. Now, there's going to be some new characters, new mutants that we're going to meet this season as we end in head into the end game. Uh, but what are you looking forward to? What do you want to see out of the final season of Legion, Pete? Uh, I cannot. This is exciting because I always like thought the Shadow King was cool. And, like, now that it's, like, we're kind of rooting for him, I'm kind of ex- very excited about that. It's crazy that we're switching sides of who we're rooting for. Well, I don't know well, if so, we're rooting for the Shadow King. Right. Yeah, well, it seems what, like we are. What do you think about that? I mean, we talked about this quite a bit the last season. But do you think there is a point in the season, based on what happened last season that David is redeemable, that this could end up being heroic in some way. And if there was some twist where, say, the Shadow King was manipulating things the entire time, uh, that you'd say, oh, okay, what David did was all cool and all good. Well, for a show that uh, manipulates reality and sort of uh, the viewer as much as this show does, I do think there's definitely a way for that to happen. Um, I think it would be a little easy for them to be like, it was the Shadow King all along. Um, and I also think it'd be a little easy for them to just be like, David is is bad and Shadow King is good now. I feel like this show is all about sort of, you know, uh, the gray areas between your people being infected by thoughts and how it you're watching people deteriorate all the time, fall apart or get their shit back together. Uh, come to realizations, be lied to, uh, or or be the one lying. So I think uh, it's going to be all about sort of that wheel spinning. Uh, I also hope it's m- the show is mostly focused on Aubrey Plaza. <laughs> cool. Under, seems well, unrelated. Uh, one of the situations that seems to be set up from the promos, and who knows with the show how long we'll necessarily follow this, but it seems like David is building up a cult of his own, uh, being followed around by Lenny, played by Aubrey Plaza, uh, in the supporting role. Um, certainly, that doesn't seem great. Like, that doesn't seem to be a good place to be in. Uh, and each season so far, each of the first two seasons, I mean, there's not much of a sample set. But it's very much its own tone and its own focus and own idea to it. Uh, last season was about madness. We had these amazing, they're not even flashbacks so much as presentations where they showed us what was going on with different uh, mass hysteria behavior throughout the ages. Love they're that. really beautiful. Uh, I'm curious if we'll get something not similar, but visually different, but the same sort of focus, but on cults, on 
uh, on things like uh, Wild Wild Country and whatnot as we go into this new season. Again, just based on the promo. Yeah, I, I think that could be cool, though. That does seem a little close to what they did last season um, with mass hysteria and sort of group think. Um, mm. I'm hoping it's a real meditation on evil, like what it is mm. to make the evil choice. We have so much content, especially in the superhero TV and movie world of like what it means to be a hero. We don't ever get that take of like what it means to be a villain in a super detailed way. That would be super cool. Well, what's interesting is we spent like the most of the first season in a kind of like a mental hospital and then the second season, they made a lot of stylistic choices. I'm interested to see what the theme is going to be and how they're going to play with that. Uh, I'm really kind of hoping it's more kind of like them on the road type stuff where it's like different place, different adventure type of stuff. So I don't know, but I'm excited. And you can always be able to well, be able to tell how evil he is based on the um, height of his hair. Because as this show <laughs> this is proves, yes. people with tall hair are evil. Um, and yeah. people with um, shorter hair are, are good. Like, for well, we instance, did get that flash. We did get that flash last season of the very traditional comic book look for Legion, which mm-hmm. they haven't called him Legion the entire show, but we saw him with the vest, shirtless, with the tall, tall hair, uh, yeah. sitting over, looking angrily and evilly at everybody. Do you want to see him eventually reach that by the end of the show, or do you want to no. see him work against that? I, I'm curious to see him go full evil and really see what that looks like. And then, uh, you know, then it's on our heroes, which becomes Sid, I guess, and the rest of the crew to, like, br- bring him back or defeat him or or whatever it takes. Uh, it, yeah, I'm interested oh. to see, like, how Professor X is going to work into this. Um, see, he's good. But, he has no hair. Uh, um, Just but, think about other, like, Marge Simpson, evil. What are you yeah. talking about? How dare you say that about March? Bride of Frankenstein, evil. Evil. No, she was yep. a nice lady. Yeah. Can you think of a tall-haired person who's good, Pete? Uh, nope, not one. See? James Carville, one of our best guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bald. Yep. Uh, yeah, you... you Justin, if I remember correctly, on the past two seasons, were very on this, and I think you were proven right by the season two finale that Sid ostensibly is the actual hero of the show. Yeah, like it's not it's not David. David, as we found out, is the villain of the show by default. That does make Sid the hero. And one thing that they didn't necessarily resolve at the end of the last season is there is this potential apocalypse that David is going to cause where he wipes out the entire Earth. And that's something that before he disappeared at the end of season two, where he said, no, no way I'm going to do that. I've got to show you guys I'm never going to do that. And I almost think what we're going to get over the course of the season is them heading towards that. Yeah. And him in all of his protestations, bringing them closer and closer to that point. Yeah. I agree. That would be very cool. Now, it's funny, Pete, you're so obsessed with Aubrey Plaza. I really right. like uh, Sid as the is maybe becoming my favorite character because David uh-huh. has become sort of the catalyst, the chaos agent. Sid right. is someone that you can really root for. We got to get in her head so much last season. I've yeah. been watching a show called The Society on Netflix. Oh, I was about to ask if you watched that. Uh, yeah. Yes. And I'll tell you what, is people are like say some say it's good, some say it's a little cheesy. It's a good filler if you're a fan of Riverdale, which we all three are. 
It's a good gap show to fill that gap. I like it. Here's, here's my big problem with that show, not to turn this into a society podcast. Yeah, what's happening right now? Well, the reason so she's, a, she's is, a star of yeah. society is why we're bringing it up. Yeah, Rachel Keller is the star of it. My big problem having watched Legion first and then going over to the society is she's supposed to be like 16 or 17. Yeah. It's yeah. very unbelievable. Yes. Not that she's that old. I think she's like 26 or something. But there's something about it. I'm like, nah, you're everybody's Bob. I'm but sorry. It is funny that especially the character is like the leader of the mom character. But they gave her bangs, which means uh, teenager. <laughs> right. If your hair is low, you're good and young. Exactly. If it's tall, you're old and evil. Old and bad. Mm-hmm. Old and bad. It's true. Get a haircut. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, hey, you kids, get a haircut. <laughs> now, normally we would end every episode of Inside Legion talking about what's real, uh, what's not real. Of course, right. everything on this particular podcast is real because it's just the preview episode. But as mentioned, we'll be putting up these episodes every week after the show airs. I'm very excited to talk about this very nervous uh, how it is all going to end. But as mm-hmm. mentioned, you can subscribe and all uh, pretty much anywhere. Uh, go to the RSS, enter it into the app of your choice, like it, comment in it. Let us know what you want to hear. Hit us up on Twitter on the at inside Legion feed. If you got any questions, theories, anything like that, and we'll talk about them on the show. We'll be back after the first episode. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live and as Alex said, Inside Legion. Uh, also, you can support us, patreon.com slash comic book club, uh, where you can get some exclusive benefits for Legion and the other pad- podcasts we do. Comic book club live for this podcast and many more. And we'll see you inside Legion. Is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Super Light Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. These must-have travel shoes have a lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit that made them the most packable shoes ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Try the Super Light Tree Runner with a cushy foam midsole and breathable eucalyptus fiber upper. Plus, they're comfy right out of the box. So what can you do in a super light shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot com. Code SUPER24.